hey guys, just before we get into this week's episode, I need to add a little addendum to last week's. I mentioned my cousin's fiance who runs a funeral home, but I got called out by him by not mentioning him by name. So I just want to give a shout out to Drew. You really do put the fun in funeral. Drew's been one of our biggest supporters ever since Sophia and I started this podcast. He was super psyched when we had our first idea for it. And he actually has his own really great podcast. It's called The Podcast with Goat, so I'd go and check that out. And actually, since Sophia and I recorded that episode a couple of months ago, Drew and my cousin have actually gotten married. So I just wanted to take the time to say welcome to the family, Drew, and thank you for all the support. Hi, Sophia. Hi, Austin. How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. I love that we do like a fake greeting after our like normal meeting. <laughs> after we've been talking for five minutes already. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new? What have you been reading? So lately, um, I've been trying to improve my reading habits, which is what we'll get into talking about this week. But mm-hmm. I'm just about done this book called The Fisherman by an author called John Langan. Cool. That's a horror book. I read that for Halloween. I'm surprised that you chose to read about fish. This is, <laughs> this is interesting. There was actually a description. The first like 30 pages of the book is just the guy talking about his, his uh, passion for fishing. Oh, no. It's not even in the scary part. He's just talking about like salmon going through the water. And that creeped me out enough. So for context, one of the <laughs> um, <laughs> first, well, hopefully one of the first terrible things that I ever did to you was I thought you were joking when you said you were afraid of fish. <laughs> and so when we were in like a foreign film class and like there was this movie, um, I forget what it was, but I know it had Ingrid Bergman and it was like in Greece and there was just a bunch of fish being caught. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Austin, like, look, because I thought you were <laughs> kidding. And then I felt like the worst person on the planet. <laughs> I was like, I am so sorry. I'm the worst. <laughs> And it's always, like, people are afraid of, like, really, like, different things. Like, for me, it's always, like, the dark. Or if I see, like, I don't know what it's called, but you know that, like, phobia? I don't have a phobia, but it, like, makes me feel gross of, like, when there's, like, a bunch of little holes or something next to each other. Oh, yes. I hate, it unsettles me. Even, like, the new iPhone with, like, the three, I'm like, this is (laughs) too much. I can't do it. Well, this episode in a really personal spot. (laughs) We're just exposing our worst fears. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So it's good that you're reading like a horror movie. Uh-huh. I mean, you can't read a movie. God, um, it's good that you're reading a horror novel. Yeah, <laughs> I've just about done that one. I have about five pages left. Oh, wow. And I want to say it was really good. Yeah. And it has been so far, but there's still the last five pages. And the last book I read really went downhill in the last five pages. So I'm going to hold off on my judgment until... Those, I actually like, finish it. Pages are so make it or break it. Like, <laughs> you know that like thing of like, I, I think everyone feels this where like it's like you're into a book and then all of a sudden you realize there's too few pages <laughs> to resolve everything that you're hoping for it to cover, and then you just start <laughs> to get anxious. I don't know. <laughs> Do you ever preempt when you're rating books on a Goodreads? When you're like 50 pages from the end and you go, "Well, this is pretty good. I'm going to rate it." <laughs> and you finish off <laughs> 50 pages and you got to go back. Oh God, no. Not that I think of anything. <laughs> I hope that never happens. I, I never like to be taken by surprise in like a bad way. Um, okay, so what's new with you? What have you been reading? What's new with me? Like, I am going through a phase right now where I feel like after lockdown, 
I have seen everything on Netflix three times. <laughs> I have read everything new that I want to. That's a lie. I still am going to the bookstore, but that's how I feel. <laughs> and so I've started to like do things where I'm taking a walk down like memory lane. So I'm actually in a book club and we've been rereading like all of Sarah Destin's books like weekly. Oh. So it's been really fun because it's a lot of like, um, like it's like YA and it's like always like, it mostly takes place in summer and it's like a really fun thing. And like, we all grew up with them. So it's like kind of nice to go back and be like, wow, like I thought like this love interest was like the best when I was younger. <laughs> and now I realize he's like the worst. <laughs> it's, like, it's funny to read that from like an older perspective, I guess. I don't know. So that's kind of what I've been doing. <laughs> Did you, how long have you been in your book club for? We started it, so we were starting it in winter, and it's like a bunch of my MLS friends, so Cleo, who is actually on the podcast, uh -huh. and my friend Alex, who I'm trying to con into being on the podcast, <laughs> shout out, um, they're in it with me, so it's been really fun. We started it like uh, like early lockdown, I would say like March or April, like okay. we've been through quite a few books actually, and like <laughs> it's nice to have like people who are also like um, like reading at breakneck breakneck speed <laughs> is that the expression I don't know but it's it's good so how do you guys pick what books you're gonna do is there like a theme or just whatever you feel like reading well we're doing like whatever we feel like most so far it's been like a lot of like oh like we read this once and really we really enjoyed it so we're like reliving it um yeah so it's been you know it's pretty easy to vote they're very friendly <laughs> it's not like we're having like the hunger games like who gets to choose but is it a canadian vote where it's like well i want to read this but i'll read whatever you guys want to read it too that's it <laughs> exactly yeah it's nice having like such nice people to like, choose things with so yeah it's been fun that's like every decision we make for the podcast too literally like, do you want to record today yeah but i can do tomorrow if you want yeah i can do tomorrow too if you want to <laughs> thank god today you were like yeah let's just do it and I was like okay good because I'm good either way but it's fine <laughs> it was really funny yeah well, ever yeah. since I got off work everything was getting slowed down like the bus was late and oh, I had to eat and yeah call my grandma oh, oh <laughs> you yeah. know how it goes <laughs> <laughs> I do I really do yeah so speaking of speed and like not the drug, <laughs> the, the setting, but um, how are you doing, Austin, with your reading challenge? Do you have a reading challenge? That's the thing. I don't remember if I have a reading <laughs> challenge. That's how bad I strayed off of it. No, that's like a good thing because everyone <laughs> I talk to has either said because of COVID, either they have surpassed their challenge by like 55 books already or they've completely <laughs> abandoned it and they're just like not doing it and so I was like when we were talking about this week's episode I was like how do like one how do we like challenge ourselves and should reading be a competitive thing <laughs> in general like it feels like weird that we're, we're like this but also like I don't know and also just like how are you keeping track of books you've read also I'm usually keeping track of the Goodreads. I'm trying to go through mine now to see if I made a challenge for this year, but I don't think I did. Unless I just can't find it. But I know every year I've known you, I've tried the reading challenge at Goodreads, and I've never actually met it. Hey, I <laughs> didn't meet it for the first, like, three years also. And then, like, I have a really good 
couple of friends at like the library at Laurier and some of them are like super readers like (laughs) to the extent that I'm like wow like I need to get on board and I remember like the first summer I worked there we did like the book riot like summer reading challenge and so it was like it was really cool you had to do like um a book published in like 2016 a book featuring like a detective and like it was really cool to kind of that like it's like a scavenger hunt almost oh yeah yeah it was really neat so um yeah so I think that's kind of like what got me really into the challenge aspect because I I get competitive about silly things (laughs) I just entered a challenge for myself on Goodreads 50 books for the end of the year beautiful I know I have I haven't met that yet (laughs) that's fine that's it's put in what I have read this year okay okay I've read 14 books yeah but you're reading like 500 like massive <laughs> novels of like all nonfiction. <laughs> if I can read 36 books in the next two months, <laughs> I'm good. It's beautiful. Well, <laughs> audiobooks too, they count. <laughs> oh, I already do count those. <laughs> Great. There you go. No, that's fine. That's good. So that kind of brings us to our topic for this week, which is how COVID has affected our reading. Yeah. Because obviously it's affected a lot of daily life in the last couple months. For real. Going yeah. on what, seven months now, six months? Has it been that long? I think so, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. That's, like, kind of crazy, but also it feels like it's been forever. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. I I think that, like, I... Once COVID started, my one of my jobs went remote, and then one I just got, like, laid off of. Uh-huh. And so um, I was home, like, kind of just with, like, some last-minute, like, grad school stuff. And so uh-huh. then I had like just like a couple months where I was just like nothing else to do. <laughs> and so I like binged so many romance novels. It was like <laughs> unhealthy. Like I was like every day I was just like there with one and I was like, yes, tell me everything about the Highlands. What goes <laughs> on there? <laughs> like just like just like fun like books that like, you know, I just could like devour in one sitting. Um and a lot of um uh, like thrillers as well. I know I read like um, The Recipe for a Perfect Wife and I read some Lisa Jewell and just that kind of thing. So it was like really cool. And a lot of Gillian Flynn because oh. she's like, wow. Um, so it was really good. Lots of like murders and stuff, <laughs> like romance and just, you know, keeping it level, <laughs> keeping like all my interests afloat. What about you? How did COVID like? So my COVID reading habits were pretty much the exact opposite. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was home for the first five or six months. I was just off of work. Right. Yeah. So I was home seeing my parents most of the, or the whole time. Yeah. But because my family is not big on reading, mm-hmm. I didn't really have time for reading myself. And they're really like an activity oriented family. Yeah. So they're just like doing stuff all together. That's so fun though. Like that's, that's <laughs> more important than reading. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that about something. <laughs> and on top of that, a lot of my normal reading is on the bus to and from work and on my breaks at work and not having that routine really yeah. took me out of it too. Yeah. I think I did notice that with my like audiobook usage because I like listened to a lot of audiobooks on my commute and like I had been going back and forth between like Waterloo and London. Uh-huh. So like that hour and a bit, like there was like <laughs> a lot of audiobooks being like taken. Um, but yeah, then I like I noticed that I was using like more physical books while I was home, and I actually really enjoyed it. And I think one 
is because like I didn't take all my books to London. I only took um like a couple favorites and like uh. of course I kept buying them while I was there because I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but um it was nice to just be back like with my bookshelf and like it was nice to have an activity that like wasn't screen time. Like I had noticed during the year I was like really just like tired of looking at screens. Oh yeah. Like just between class and like and then at work I would be looking at one and I was like wow like I I really enjoy just kind of having a paper in front of me. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it sounds silly, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, because of COVID, I have readjusted my reading goal for the year twice. <laughs> and so um, my friend Mel told me last year that because I surpassed my reading goal, I had to make it higher. And I was like, okay, sure. So then this year, my reading goal was 200. But I then... just saw yours. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> you're making me look bad. No, no. It's because, okay, I I have a problem and I'll admit it. Then after like I hit 200 because I had nothing else to do. <laughs> I had nothing else to do. And I was just sitting around reading all day, which was amazing. But also because of COVID, it was kind of scary. <laughs> but then I bumped it to 250. And then um, I bumped it to 365. And here's why, before you judge me. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> I do a lot of audiobooks. And also, um, I read a lot of manga. And so I felt like it wasn't fair that I had surpassed it because, like, I feel like, one, graphic novels count. And I've had this argument with friends. And there are people very for and very against it. But graphic novels count. And those series, like, if you have, like, 15 novels from that I feel like that counts as like one long book so I'm like is it 365 or is it really like 300 like you know That's what I mean still higher still than 14 <laughs> well like look <laughs> it is what it is I I have an addiction I don't do a lot of other things to be <laughs> like just because everything is closed like I can't go to the movies I can't like do other things well I guess technically we can now but I'm just playing it safe so like all of my recreational time that I would normally be like out and about, I'm just kind of out and about in fiction. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's kind of why. <laughs> yeah, I think the entire time I was home, I I brought three books home. Amazing. Didn't yeah. finish a single one. Yeah. But since I've been back to work, I finished like I think five or six so far. So. <laughs> oh well, it's like when you pack books like for vacation. And, like, you're in your suitcase and everyone in your family is judging you. Like, why are you weighing down your suitcase with <laughs> hardcovers? Not to name names, but my mom has done this to me. <laughs> and it's, like, you don't get time to read them, but you want to have that option. But uh -huh. you're so much fun. Uh-huh. Even so, going to work, I'll pack two books with me, even though I know I'm not going to read both of them. <laughs> yeah. That's a very, like, I, I always loved that one, like, Gilmore Girls episode where Rory is, like, packing her like books for school and like her backpack is full of them and she's like well I need this one if I feel like nonfiction, and this if I feel like journalism and this if I feel like poetry and then and then she can't like get rid of any of them and I'm like bravo <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the vibe but yeah on the plus side of COVID reading habits did you were you able to save a lot of money not buying books when everything was closed Austin I'd like to tell you about <laughs> Indigo's Indigo's shipping is pretty good. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud. Um, 
actually, you know what? I will say it was pretty good. Like I, I didn't go overboard, but um, let's just say I had no problem <laughs> getting my fix. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a, but I, I did use the library a lot. Like I really like um, overdrive just cause they have like eBooks, uh-huh. eBooks. And then when they opened up again, like the first week they opened, I was like there with my like little library bag. And I was like, hi guys, I missed you. <laughs> like, what's up? <laughs> I had a question about Overdrive. Yeah. You use your library card for it, right? Yes, I do. If you get a library card for a different library, will it be a different selection of books that's accessible to you? Actually, yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, it's really interesting. I uh, I have like an LPL card and a KPL card. So I've got two OverDrive accounts, and let me tell you, it is too much power for one person to have, but I have it, <laughs> so it's great, yeah. You've always gone crazy with books, though. I remember you talking about, wasn't it over, like, the summer when we were still at Lorraine, you would book, check out, like, 50 books at a time? That's the problem with working in a library, though. <laughs> you just see everything, and it comes through, like, your your fingertips, and you're just like, I'm taking you home. Like, I, it's so exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely had a problem, but so much good content and, like, free. Imagine me working in a bookstore. I would be broke. I would owe them money. Like, yeah, it's a good thing we, we worked in the library. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. With COVID, we can talk about. We got the spending. We got the reading. I'm looking through here. I was going to ask you about going back <laughs> because you make I'm... me look even worse. Come on! No, no. this is not a shaming episode. <laughs> no, I was going to ask, um, like, just in terms of keeping track of things. Have you ever used a book journal? I have not. I have, <laughs> and I have feelings about it. Um, what do you mean, like a, a book journal? Like you take notes of the stuff that you're reading, or you just kind of list them? No, it's like, it's like uh, I'm looking to see if I have one out here that I could show you, and I don't. But um, no, it's like a book that like, it's like basically like a fill-in journal. So someone's already written out like, um, like rate this out of five, or like why you liked it, or like best quotes, or like who you'd recommend. Oh, so it's it's like a... Why are less good read, Goodreads then? Yeah. More or less. It's like pre-Goodreads. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it, they're really interesting and some of them are really pretty. But um, like I tried to do it. I kind of fell off the wagon, but I'm kind of interested in getting back into it. So I was like, hmm, intriguing. <laughs> I don't know. But I was like thinking about that because I was like, how did we keep track of books that we read before Goodreads? Which seems uh. silly, but like... Honestly, like, I remember and I was like, oh, yeah, I should put in, like, all the stuff I've read. And I sat down to think about it, and my memory was, like, <laughs> just, like, crickets. Like, I was like, <laughs> what have I read? Who am I anyway? And so I was like, oh, like, thinking about it. But it's, like, a lot of people don't like keeping track because they're like, well, why would you? Like, it's for pleasure. It's not, like, a sport. And, like, uh-huh. I agree. it's about being fun. But I'm also, like, there's nothing worse. And like when you're trying to remember something to tell someone and you can't think of it (laughs) and then you're just like sitting there and it's like on the tip of your tongue and you know it's coming but like you just can't like recall the name so I really appreciate Goodreads for that because (laughs) I think yeah until I met you it was one of those people which it's just for pleasure why bother keeping track because I didn't really have anybody else to talk to about talk to about books and 
<laughs> yeah. No, I am. Um, I feel the same way. I really like it. And I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's gratifying. And I don't have to re- like put that much effort into remembering, things, uh-huh. <laughs> which I know sounds silly, but <laughs> it's true. And I like that feature where you can like compare books you've read with someone. And yeah, like, I like that. Right. Isn't that so neat? And that's like an instant conversation starter. If you're at a party, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Or all the Especially, wild parties we go to. <laughs> so true. So true. Um, no, but it's super cool because I, I like it. Uh, just seeing like how like they've rated it or if you've rated it. But I've actually stopped rating things on Goodreads. And um, we can get into that on like a different episode. I feel like we should have like a Goodreads themed episode <laughs> at this point. But yeah, so I'm not rating things on there anymore. I just got to go back to imagining you at a party. <laughs> like, hey get get me a shot and you're like have you read pride and prejudice actually i can just check hold on <laughs> pretty much <laughs> oh my god yeah no it um you'd be surprised how often that comes up in the <laughs> library school cohort like it That's does true. happen <laughs> but it's like it almost feels like the tinder of like book matches like how compatible are you in like your reading circles with library school parties, do you guys just, like, down a bottle of wine and then reorganize your bookshelves? That's it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We usually go to the grad club, and it's, like, fun. Um, yeah. It's, like, like a normal party, but, like, just really, really fun. Like, not that I don't like normal parties, but there's just something extra about it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's Speaking it. of bookshelves, my... I have two bookshelves in my room. One's older, mm-hmm. and it's been slowly leaning more and more to the side over the last couple of months. That's like a rite of passage. That's like <laughs> when you know. It's like when like wine ages. And that's how bookcases <laughs> age. <laughs> like I want to fix it so it doesn't collapse, but I don't want to take all the stuff off too. I would want to take the stuff off. <laughs> I oh, that's another thing I was going to talk about. I am. Um, in the beginning of COVID, I missed work so much that I rearranged my own bookshelf like four <laughs> different times. And so I did it like by series, by like age I was when I bought the book, by like <laughs> color. And I was just like doing like horizontal stacking and vertical. And I was just like, I need to be back at work. Like I just need <laughs> to be putting something on a shelf. Like, Too much free time. <laughs> for real. But I got really into it because like we we started our bookstagram and I was like looking around and like seeing everyone's like Instagram pages and they all have beautiful bookshelves like so so pretty like it looks like it should be an art piece itself and I was like wow like I felt really inspired so I was like trying them all myself it did not look as cute but I was still like <laughs> super into it <laughs> yeah I like what you've the Instagram page so far your pictures look really professional oh thanks I don't know about that but it's kind of like nice having an excuse to be like, look at this beautiful specimen of a hardcover. Like, it's just nice. To, to, I don't know. Is this how people feel when they're like, like showing off like shoes or a car or something? <laughs> no, like, it's just exciting. So I like it. Like food photography, but like book <laughs> photography. I don't know. Yeah. There's a niche for everything. Really? Truly there is. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I was also excited when we shared that picture of the book puzzle from 
ideal bookshelf and they liked it. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> you, you cut out there. Oh, now you're cutting out. It's doing, it's doing the same thing it did last time. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. Am I here now? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, as we were saying, <laughs> yes, the Instagram is fun. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> but yeah. Or yeah, all these little like errors that we do when recording that they're fun <laughs> to listen to and I want to keep them when I edit it, but no. also makes sense to anybody who's listening. <laughs> I know I'm always like mortified because it's always like in the age of COVID, everything is like a Zoom call now. And I just know that my face is freezing in like really embarrassing like poses and I can't <laughs> do anything to stop it. And it's like, and I know it's happening to everyone, but I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. I picked a good year to take my year off school with COVID hitting, too. I could just imagine how bad my work ethic would be being home all the time, considering how bad my reading ethic was. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm in school, and I, I support this message. <laughs> like, it, it's an interesting time, that's for sure. Um, there's, like, all these jokes about, like, how um, did you see, like, that meme and it's like there's like a romance novel where someone is like in love with covid the virus as a person (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm in a lot a lot a lot of um library groups and they share like all these different memes and like that doesn't surprise me at all (laughs) you see it you see the tags (laughs) you know how it is but um no they they're like joking about like how like COVID is going to be like represented in like YA and everything. And like, there's been some pretty creative ideas out there. So you know what, like really scary and sad time for a lot of people, but it's going to uh-huh. be interesting to see how it's like remembered. So they were starting to make movies about COVID. No. There was okay. one, have you heard of that streaming thing called Shudder? Yeah. It was, it, was a, it was a British, I don't think it's like an independent film or something, like wow. a small budget thing, but they made the movie in lockdown it's oh have you heard of that uh, that horror movie unfriended where it takes place all in people's laptops yeah it's the same idea but it's just okay. taking place over zoom and it takes place during covid so it's it's starting already oh my gosh that's crazy <laughs> i remember like before this all started like in february i watched contagion because it was on netflix <laughs> biggest mistake <laughs> ever like it's just Oh, like, it was, like, a couple weeks before the lockdown happened, and I was, like, wow, like, this is, like, so crazy, and then, like, it started happening, and I was, like, oh, no, like, no, 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 like, really, really scary, so, I actually, I tried to read um a book on, like, pandemics, and, like, how they happened, but I had to put it down, because it was just getting too real for me. <laughs> like, there is one Stephen King book, we should do a book club episode on it, The Stand, I think that's what okay. it is, I haven't read it yet, but... I heard it's very relevant to COVID. Oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's just like when you're reading, like, all these dystopian inmates' tale, and then, like, you start seeing similarities, like, in real life, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is too dystopian for my liking. Like, I, you know, there's a careful balance for me. <laughs> we were talking about this in book club, and um, I was like, yeah, like, I, I don't tend to read a lot of, like, nonfiction or, like, um like scary stuff throughout the year just because I feel like I have enough of that in real life already so I just need like a little bit of an escape (laughs) and 
<laughs> like it was really funny. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. You and I really couldn't be more opposite on our book taste, I gotta say. I know. I know. <laughs> okay, we like the same similar movies, I feel like. <laughs> kind of. More or less, yes. <laughs> Except for that fish movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else? I think that's really all I've got to say for this week. Me too. Has you got anything else to bring up? Not that I can think of. I think we, like, covered it. Anything just... interesting you read specifically over COVID that you want to mention or just? <sighs> um, not really. I mean, like, again, I am, like, pro-romance novel. <laughs> um, that's, like, pretty much my, like, my um last words. I found out that one of my my favorite writers from that genre is actually Canadian, which is oh, a yeah. yeah. Um, so that was a, a fun discovery. But other is this than that, a genre you started to like in COVID? Did you like that before? And it's kind of oh, amplified. <laughs> I have liked it far too long. It uh, it really started with like the Jane Austen phase, and then from there it was just all downhill. Like <laughs> there was no there was no redeeming myself after that. <laughs> Jane Austen is the gateway drug. Like. <laughs> She just is. Yeah. I've always wanted to just go to a bookstore and go to the the romance section and pick out a random book with the cheesy cover and the terrible title and just I <laughs> I I can do that for you. Don't even worry about it. I'll lend you something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh it's fun. I it's yeah, it's mostly like thrillers and romance. I'm like looking at my shelves now. But that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the occasional like biography if it's like something really interesting to me <laughs> and classics it's kind of just everything at this point <laughs> I don't know <laughs> there's no like curated method <laughs> what has library school taught you <laughs> <laughs> it's taught me that my collection needs to be diversified in the genre <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> I know? think we'll have to have a whole episode on a Dewey Decimal versus Library of Congress system. I can, that's like a two <laughs> second episode. And let me tell you right now, LCC kicks Dewey's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the truth. <laughs> Anyone who says differently probably learned Dewey first. <laughs> Although I learned Dewey first. And I guess everyone really does because it's a public library system oh man this is like this is this is intense <laughs> this is intense i think it's just because like it's like when you like when you're using a certain language all the time and then it becomes like the dominant and you don't forget like your original language but you just you're so comfortable and familiar with the beauty that is the library of congress classification system <laughs> i don't know I just prefer it personally. You're way more passionate about this than I was expecting. <laughs> oh, I'm very like in school we had to get out these like ten pound books to like look up like Dewey Decimal like subject headings. It was the most painful experience of my life. I, I have so much respect for it. It's not that. It's just that I loathe it. <laughs> like and that's the truth. You can quote me. But it is good, like as a like as a user, like I like like finding things with it, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's just me. Okay, I think 
that's all for this week. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> one. It's a short one, but it was interesting. Uh-huh. I, I like to know about these things. It'd be good to keep one short after our two longer ones, too. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that, like, like, I'm sick of hearing my voice. So <laughs> Man, perhaps others are as well. <laughs> what are we going to for our next episode? Is that going to be our Halloween episode? Yes, our first book club episode also. And I'm, I'm excited, excited for that one. I know. We <laughs> should like drop hints about like what the book is going to be. I wonder if people will know. It's a classic. It's a classic. <laughs> it's, ha- it's Halloween related. Yeah. Kind of. It had a movie adaptation. Two? <laughs> Two movie adaptations? Three. You're joking. Wow. I think I missed at least one of them. One of them was made for TV, so that's probably why. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Great. Well, thanks for chatting with me about the books. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good sign off. <laughs> okay, and I'll see you next week. Yeah. See you then. <laughs>